Are you a software professional looking to make a lasting impact on people and the planet? At General Motors, our vision is a world with zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. And we need innovative people like you to join us on this journey and challenge the limits of what is possible. From autonomous cars to software-defined vehicles, you'll translate breakthrough technologies like AI into experiences that people love, all while pushing the world forward toward an all-electric future. See how you can shape the future of mobility at careers.gm.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. by two girls one ginger hello did you like that little musical rendition beautiful yeah you have a beautiful singing voice i don't you yes, don't you do. no she doesn't you guys any voice can be beautiful no uh, not mine you grimaced when i said that he goes mine's not well you know you know last week when we were talking about like what traits you inherit from each parent like i definitely inherited my mom's voice which is absolutely horrendous oh yeah. sorry it's, may it's pretty bad she knows you can't have it all and there's auto-tune yeah you don't have to you don't have to suck anymore remember when we did karaoke and mm-hmm. jared sang uh what what song do you sing friends in low places yeah he has a good voice and he doesn't think he does you have a good voice that's mm, okay we can also all practice and get better i did do singing classes when i was a kid i did too and my voice is good and then i stopped and my voice sucked mine so was pretty bad we can literally time. go on youtube and practice and you can get your range it's only up from here it is me. only a, no, but Jared, he doesn't like to admit that he has a decent singing voice. It's like a, a low country kind of vibe. If you come to a because show, he's in the music scene. He's not gonna say. I see why. I see why you don't do it. I see well, why you downplay it, but you shouldn't. If you come to a show and you, I've been to and you one. see me singing backups, just know I'm the dr- mic is off. I'm drunk. <laughs> I love that though, <laughs> and the mic is off because yeah. The mic is low, so you can barely hear him. But like, you can tell right, Jared's right, drunkenness right, with how right. much he's on that mic. Yeah, how much yeah. is he headbanging? And you know what I always wonder, Jared? You do do so. You and Garrett, their bassist, share a mic because Garrett actually does do backing vocals, mm. and you kind of jump on when. And they both kind of like sing on either side of the mic, like yeah. at each other. Friendship is that doesn't that's not gross for you? It sucks. Um, not for me. Um, I just don't like anybody it, that close to me it, talking. It, he's Mm-mm. fine. His breath is fine. It's all good. But like okay, in my, so in my mind, about. I'm always wondering like, is he, am I, is this, is, terrible, breath bad? is this painful for him? Yeah. Because you know? it looks painful. Him? No, uh, we, uh, I don't think either of us actually care. Yeah. But, but I'd worry. Anytime we're both right up on it, I don't really notice. And even if I did, I wouldn't. Have you ever almost kissed? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> we've, oh, we've kissed. Yeah, many He's, times. Yeah, Jared had this whole thing where he wanted mm. he posted pictures of him smooching every band member. I kissed every single guy in the band when we were in Warped, and I'd put a photo up like every weekend. That's that cute. was actually right when we started dating. The big kisses. Friendship left. Were you jealous? Yeah. Well, but like thinking about yeah. how he sings on the mic reminds me of actors. Like you know. Like a lot of time actors have to get very close to each other when they're filming scenes. They have to ha- have fake sex with each other. It's not even that. It's not the fake sex. It's just being so close to somebody and you are smelling their breath. Like they, you're, you're right on top of them. Yeah. They're probably doing mouthwash. Gross that is. There's just so much. When you can see a little droplet spit, like it's for a it's dramatic s- effect. There's it's just, <laughs> there's just so close. much else going on that it's the last thing on my mind. Oh, see, that's the first thing on my mind. Okay. Well, you're not a narcissist, so you're worried. Like, narcissists aren't worried about how people feel around them. They're just worried about them being comfortable. Yeah. And that's why you're not, because you're like, well, is everyone else okay? (laughs) I'm like, is somebody like really not enjoying my breath right now? Yeah, that's because you're. Did I get a droplet? A micro droplet of. So you're saying I'm I'm safe. You're safe. You're good. Well, she was actually saying that about me. Oh. But this goes along with you. You don't care. I think you care. I care. Yeah. I would say Jared's the furthest thing from a narcissist. Thank you. <laughs> you are. Right sweet, back at both of you. Sweetie pie over here. Yeah. Before we start today's episode, obviously I have to remind you of Patreon. If you want more true crime, first degree content, we have episodes over there. One so a week. many. A new a week. You can have first degree three times a week if you join us on Patreon. I mean, if you're an addict, that's the place. That's I the counted. Place. I think there's a hundred million. A hundred million episodes. episodes. Dude, you know what's crazy? What? When I was watching Lost back in the day, I binged it. And so I had like a hashtag I'd use on Twitter called no sleep, just lost. Mm. And I like tallied up how long it would take you to watch Lost, like from front to back. I think it was like 26 days or something like that. What? Without stopping, no sleep, just Waste lost. Waste of time. Shut up. No, Lost was good. Get all the way to the end and then just have them blow it. I don't it. care. I loved it so much. Doesn't matter we've, about the we've ending. We've talked about this before. I know. Anyways, I'm just thinking, I wonder how many hours concurrently of first three episodes there are so out there. many you could probably listen to us for months yeah. so you know what i realized Straight months you know what I realized? no sleep just first degree this is excluding patreon so on the main feed of episodes that we've aired that includes our wednesday episodes and then our thursday killing times i think we have we're around 435 wow. aired episodes wow insane isn't that crazy that's so yes funny. yeah that's I'm tired just thinking about That's that. That's one a day. Yeah. yeah. Forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Anyways. All right. But if you want more, there's always more. Wow. Yep. You want more, I'll give you more. That's I like right. that girl on TikTok. Yep. All right. Should we get into today's date? Yeah. What's the deal? Maybe. It's February 15th. <gasps> oh, Valentine's Day oh, was yesterday. Day after Valentine's Day. We had such a good Valentine's Day. bullshit. But, you know. You don't believe in Valentine's Days? I mean, I do. Like, we go out to dinner sometimes. But, like, I just think it's... Just another day. Every to day hike should be up like the Valentine's prices. Day. Did we do Nobu last year for Valentine's? No. Uh, yes. I don't want to say what I did. Jared had to buy a reservation at Nobu from who? From what's his? What was the guy's his name? name? Was like Sergio something. But what do you mean? I've it? been trying to take Jack to Nobu in Malibu forever, and I'm not famous enough to go there. Yes, you so, are. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> no, I'm not. And so I bought. I found a website where you could buy someone's reservation off of them. It's so fucked up. So I paid for someone's reservation, and then I took Jack to Nobu, and then I had to tell the guy at the door that my name was Sergio. Goodness. Mm. We got you- in though, and it was a great meal. No, it was great, but like the website's insane. Like people, but that, it's like you could totally scam, not scam people, but like. It's like scalping tickets. Like you can scalp reservations yeah. and then sell them at a hiked up price. 
people. But then the website, there's no way to turn off their auto emails. There's so no you're way to still do getting it. Sergio's emails for life. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, no, it's no, an just account. about the place. What is it called? Like a uh, I'm not saying no. Nope, nope, we're not going to give them any any publicity. Okay. Here. Well, it wasn't great publicity, anyways. Yeah, don't do what I did. Just go go somewhere where you can just make a get rest. it. Anyways, hope you guys had a good Valentine's Day or not. Like you know, or you had it's a good not day. Really a thing. It's not a thing. Anyways, February fifteenth, seventeen fifty eight. Mustard, the condiment was first advertised for sale in America by Benjamin oh. Jackson in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yo, um, ben. That was the day that life began. Oh, I love mustard. The life, in, like a hot dog's life, a burger's life. I think mustard. Sandy. Do we know if it was a yellow mustard, like an, like an uh, American yellow mustard? No. I bet you it was like a ground mustard Even seed. Better. Like yeah. a, a truer mustard. Even better. Give me mm, a spoon. No, I need the yellow. Mustard really changed the deviled egg, too. I really want to... Truly did. Like that. Mustard changes everything. Can we talk about a mustard fried burger? Oh, like when you go animal style? Fried burger. Animal style. Oh, yeah. If you go animal style at In N Out, they fry the patty in mustard. I did not know that. Oh, dude. But it's I don't amazing. hate it. That's what makes it so good. Oh, That's so good. 18 and oh, February 15th is called Remember the Main Day. Hey. Whoa. Well, it's a sad day because a oh, ship blew up. Oh, how did you know that? What? So I'm in a band know? called The Main, and if you Google us, that comes up first. Oh, it is? Uh-oh. Oh, well, that happened today in 1898. Damn. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that ship Sinking blew up. Sinking of a battleship. Yep. Uh, sparked the Spanish-American War, and it's considered to be one of the causes of the beginning of World War I. Oopsie-daisy. Hmm. not a great day. No. Sucks. Ouch. Ow. All right. Okay. This is my mini deep dive for the day. I love this. Do you guys know the history of the teddy bear? I'd like to know, is it Teddy Roosevelt? Yes. Yeah. Did you know that? I knew that, but I don't know anything else about it. That's all I got. Yeah. Okay. 1903 is when the teddy bear was invented. Mm -hmm. So it all started when Theodore Roosevelt was on a hunting trip mm. and they're all hunting big game, like assholes. We are not, we don't support that at all. And he couldn't find a bear. So some of his assistants found a bear and they tied it up against a tree and they were like, Here's your bell. Here's your bear, President Roosevelt. Like you can go and shoot it. And he didn't. He didn't shoot it. But he didn't shoot it because he liked the bear. He didn't shoot it because it was like unsportsmanlike or something. I, I'm gonna have to agree. Like, like kind of a pussy way of a kill. Yeah, I mean that's not a listen. If you're into big game hunting, which I would never be. No. The idea of killing an animal tied to a tree. It's just I think that defeats the purpose. And what's really interesting, I'm from New York. Um, I've mentioned that obviously a gazillion times. <laughs> we went to a place, a class field trip called Sagamore, Sagamore Hill, which was one of Teddy Roosevelt's houses in New York. Yeah. And it was like filled with game. Like they had, oh. he had like a trash can, which was like a foot of an elephant. Like everything oh. was made from a piece of an animal. Like, Ugh. so I under, I knew that about him. Yeah. Like animal heads everywhere. Whoa. Big Game Hunter. And it was like one of his properties that we toured. It. Like that, that's a museum now. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Uh, it reminds me of, uh, oh, is it Ace Ventura? Where he's in like the, it's like the safari guy's like place. And it's oh. like filled with like, but it's like, he's like a villain. Yeah. 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 Same kind of thing. So then word gets around that he didn't want to shoot this bear. And so a political cartoonist, because it's 1903. I actually love that he didn't. Thankfully. I mean, he would have shot it if he found it himself. But he didn't. So he didn't. So there, that bear At least lived. he has some integrity. I don't know if that's integrity. I think it was more so like ego. 
and he didn't want to look like a pussy. It would have been pussy yeah. move. <laughs> Clifford Berryman, a political cartoonist, read an article because there was a coincidence article. that his name is Berryman. Oh, little Barry. bear bear man. Oh my god, why does this keep happening? It's Barry man, like a berry. Still, I know, but Barry man. Mm. Hey, there is articles going around. He read the article about Theodore Roosevelt not shooting the bear and decided to lightheartedly satirize the president's refusal to shoot the bear so he did this cartoon and it's basically like i should have brought it up but the cartoon is basically like him leaving the bear in the background and it makes him look like he cares about the bear yeah but she doesn't but whatever and so morris mictum a brooklyn candy shop owner saw saw the cartoon and he had an idea he and his wife rose also made stuffed animals so they decided to create a stuffed toy bear and dedicate mm-hmm. it to the president who refused to shoot the bear and they called it the teddy, teddy bear, bear. so kind of like through the grapevine of things happening him refusing to shoot a bear now gives us the teddy bear that we all I love that love but let's not forget, still a huge big game hunter. Yeah, will kill anything. He probably uh, shot many other bears. House full of dead animals. Yeah. House full of dead animals. So What a dick. I thought that that was a good wrinkle in my brain. Oh, that's it a great wrinkle. It absolutely is. A Sorry for wrinkle. saying wrinkle. <laughs> Why? Because Facebook doesn't it. like it when we say wrinkle in your brain. Oh, mm. eh, I like it. Sorry, Facebook. I forgot about that. Okay, 1946. The ENIAC... The first electronic general purpose computer was formally dedicated at the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. 1946, the first computer. Early. Guess how big it was. It's like 80 years ago. I, huge. Massive. Wasn't it like the size of rooms? Probably had like a key ignition on it or something. But I'm know. not surprised because, you know, Nikola Tesla died in 1943. Mm. So 46, obviously. For my research, for my deep dive today. Oh, I, was like, I was like, there's no way that's just a random fact, you know? <laughs> Your eyes like rolled back and you just like had this like incredible, like detailed fact. Well, like, World War II was going on in 1943, around I 1946. And they were trying to, um, you know, futurize warfare. Mm. So it doesn't surprise me. Like Tesla, when he died, was apparently working on a death ray. In 43. Well, so you know, computers, at least very basic computers, had to be yeah. components. At and that there point. was also possibly, you know, some help from some extraterrestrial beings during that time. Oh, okay. Foo Fighters and stuff like yeah, that. Well, you know, reverse engineering, all that kind of stuff. I, Anything's possible. Anything is possible until it's not. I'm dying on no hill. Convince mm-hmm. me. I'm, I'm open. I'm dying on no hill. Zero hill. <laughs> that is so true. Mm-hmm. That's my real until proven fake. Yeah. Yes, real well, until proven fake. I believe you, unless I see <laughs> something else. And even if I contrasting see it. in my own personal experience, even a video, I won't believe. No, could be fake. No, you know it was a video, the moon landing. I it was a video. Possible. Real until proven fake. We all know. Hey, debrief me after this, and I'll probably be a believer. <laughs> Isn't it better to just believe everything? No, I mean that's ignorance is bliss, which is nice. Yeah. Well, it's unfortunate that our information sources are so unreliable that yeah. we've had to be it's hard to have conviction about anything yeah. yeah because it's like well you've been betrayed so many yeah. times by our government yeah. and our education and then you just start questioning agendas. but i told yeah. jack my goal for this year is to be an oblivious person me too it's so hard to do but if you look around you all the not all you'll get no fights with anyone obvious a, <laughs> a lot of really oblivious people are super successful in their lives and happy yeah because nothing's nothing's holding nothing you back weighing them down nothing's holding you back you're oblivious you're just like dancing through life like not thinking about the small things not thinking about how you're affecting other people 
You're oblivious. Yeah, it's nice. I want to try. That. I wouldn't know by personal experience, yeah. but it looks nice. It looks great. I Something be I hope to achieve. To we'll I see. Hope, I hope to achieve that. Anyways. I don't think we're achieving that. Yeah, I think we're just born with it. Yeah. Okay. 1950. Disney's Cinderella cartoon feature opened in theaters, and it was one of the best films of the year. Blah blah. blah. Re-released several times. 1957, 1965, 73, 81, and 87, and then never since then. I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Re-released 37 years ago and never again. I think that's enough. <laughs> uh, that's fine. We've had enough. I don't need a remastered version of that. No, I, I mean, listen, I wouldn't watch it, but you will when you have a kid. Wait. Yeah. So Disney, true. didn't they do that thing when we were growing up where like movies would come out and then they would go away and then they would come out and then they would go away? Yeah. Re-release. For li- or a limited release. What's up with that? Oh, the same movie? Yeah. Would they put it in theaters? Oh, yeah. Because no, like, there's new rounds of kids that are going to go watch it. No, I I'm, I think it was on the VHS sales. Like, you can only buy them at certain points. Probably because oh. they were doing Somebody the out old there, version of, correct like, drops. Me if, limited drops. Supply and demand. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Disney was doing, like, sneaker drops with their movies. Really? Well, I it was think. before you could get anything online. That's true. That's smart, though, because you do different versions of it, and all these collectors are going to buy every single one I, of them. I think, I no think that's what it was. Remember they came in those, like, foam... It was like a foam uh, VHS cover. Like they had the, their VHS sleeves looked cooler than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. They, had this the, like, they had like puffy. Yeah, puffy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of drops, well, this isn't really drops, but things that are valuable. I saw a clip, I think it was from Pawn Stars. Of the Princess of the Diana Bear. We're on the same fucking exact. Oh, you guys are both dialed the, in. We're on you? the same yeah. exact TikTok the Princess algorithm. Diana Beanie Baby, who was bringing it to a pawn shop to get it appraised. And he was like, I've been told that this is worth like five to seven thousand dollars. The buildup of this clip was so good. It <laughs> made it seem like he was gonna make was like a hundred million dollars. And wasn't the guy like, this is worth a dollar? Yeah, because he's like, look, there's a space here, which means it was oh, a mistake yeah. on the tag. A misprint. Yeah. And then like he's like, Oh, so it's even more rare. And they're like, Holy Yeah. Holy shit. And, and then, then he's like, like one dollar maybe. One dollar. Bummer. God dude. Anybody with that Princess Diana Beanie baby thinks Womp. that they could literally Womp. buy a house with that money. That's right. Oh. I miss it. Some mm. stuff works. Some stuff doesn't. All right. The last two dates, 1992, Jeffrey Dahmer was sentenced to life in prison on this day. Wow. And then 2005, YouTube was activated online. Wow. Which is the beginning Monumental. of some kind of an end. YouTube? Yes. <laughs> yes. The YouTube. <laughs> the YouTube.com. It's, a, it's crazy how much shit is on YouTube. I literally learned how to do everything that I know. If I have YouTube. any question, that's where I go. Yeah. YouTube University. Oh, my God. (laughs) Crazy. Incredible. All right. Well, those are your days today. Woo. When we come back, we're going to send some people to jail. Yep. Goodbye. Okay. So listen, we are busy ladies over here on The First Degree. And when I have a moment of free time, I don't want to spend it grocery shopping. I want to spend it rotting on the couch and watching reality TV. And that is why I love Thrive Market. So Thrive Market is a go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to my doorstop is such a huge time saver. So Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They actually restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So you can go on their website and use their filters to suit any of your lifestyle needs. If you're allergic to a certain ingredient, if you just don't want to have it in your life, that's why Thrive Market is so awesome. So whether you're looking for organic snacks for your kids or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. 
Netflix. I love this so much because I don't want to read every ingredient when I go to the grocery store. It's so easy to do it online, honestly, when I'm rotting on the couch. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash first for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash first. Thrivemarket.com slash first. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, no cooking, or cleanup needed. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Get started today and get after your goals. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. For me, I was really struggling to get enough protein. I always do. But Factor's meals are protein-packed, and they're so good. And it's so easy when I'm slammed busy working in the middle of the day to just have lunch right there, not needing to do anything, except heat it up. Head to factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 and use code DEGREE50 to get 50% off. That's code DEGREE50 at factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 to get 50% off. I'm going to jail! Okay, welcome to Straight to Jail. We're throwing some people some things to jail that we just don't really like yeah this week yep off the streets off out of our streets, heads out of sight out of mind you know we're uh going to be judge jury executioner all right lex do you want to go first no you don't <laughs> i can go first jerry do you go first mine's a person okay mine, okay mine is a specific person all right who's okay. your person it's a guy only i only jack and i know this guy Okay. He's one of our, remember how we have like recurring suspects like uh, NPCs, yeah, NPCs around our, okay. So yeah. this guy, we call him vaccine guy. Yeah. And vaccine guy goes to Starbucks every morning, every morning, like between, if you go to the one by us between like eight and 10 AM, he's there. He's there along with the, the old like Miss Maisel lady. So vaccine guy sets up shop right in front of the entrance. So he's outside at a table and he's got different shirts. Um, He's got like, one for each day of the week, but they all say, "What?" It's something about like, um, like an anti-vax shirt. Yeah, yeah it's like it's, the government is blah blah blah. Every one of his shirts is like this. They're all the exact same Vaccines print, but a different, different color. color. Vaccines wow. Some of them death. are some of them are crew necks, but like it. Oh, it's actually it, a cool design. It is a cool design. If I was into it, like, and okay. I honestly, one or the other, I don't really give a shit. But my. But he's trying to recruit people. He has his like little like notebook. He has his binder. He's there to make friends. He is there to make to friends. Spread the gospel. He's playing something on his boom box, his little mini boom box. Like he is, he's there to cause he's a, a presence. Scene. Yes. He's, he's, a, he's recruiting. He's a presence. So my beef is not with any of that. What happened was we were in a parking space, right? Yeah. And I was going in, I got the coffee. He, <clears throat> I saw him on my way in. I was like, oh yeah, there he is. Whatever. And I left. I'm backing out of my parking space. The car bot directly behind me, facing the back of our Jeep, has backed into their spot, okay? So they can, when they want to leave, they can just pull right out. I am reversing, and I'm, go- I'm pretty far into the reverse. The person behind me decides, 
no, I'm going to leave first and starts to come out of their spot towards me huh. quickly. Mm. And I see it. And so I freak out and I like throw it back and drive and like get out of their way because they're about to hit the back of the Jeep. They're going out of head to head. Uh oh. This is not two cars reversing into each other. This is one car reversing and then another car just gunning it at the back of my car, right? I look in the rearview mirror and it's vaccine guy. Uh oh. It's fucking vaccine. It guy. broke through your normal matrix interaction. It did. He did. He and was he's, not expecting. We're not supposed to interact with each other. No. I, I observe you. You don't know I exist. That's how this works. It's transactional. Yeah, he's like yeah. A, he's a plant. But he Is stepped real. way over the line. Wow. And he almost crashed into the back of the jeep the other day. But it. Jack got a kick out of it because I was like, it's vaccine guy. He's like, it's fucking vaccine guy. <laughs> like it was like his mortal enemy. He's like, of course, it's vaccine guy. I'm stunned. So he climbed out of his program that he was in. He's now outside the matrix. And I don't know. We had an interaction. So did he hurt you? He didn't hurt me, but Almost. he came close and he was really aggressive. Like, and he had a weird blank look in his face. Like, like not real. Yeah, he's a he's a hologram. I want yeah. him arrested. I I liked it better when I could just watch him, and he didn't. Come We've into never my seen him space. leave the one table that he sits at, so it was very weird to see him out of yeah, yeah. character. I Jeez. thought he was just part of the setting there. Yeah, right. but he's not. He drives. Wow. I found that out. Yeah. So uh, I want him. I want him gone. I want him off the streets. Yeah, he goes. I want to take him to jail. Okay, I think that's fair. Okay, off to jail. Let's say he gets house arrest. Okay. Oh, house arrest is good, but he can but he can stay outside of the house at Starbucks, just in his little area. Vaccine guy, get out of here. Guy. Yeah. Okay, I'm putting a citizen's arrest on a pair of pants I have. Well, so I'm going back to December. Jared was playing shows in New York City, and I got this really fucking cute outfit. Okay, they were silver pants, like uh, they almost had like a fish scaly print. No, it was a crocodile. Crocodile like a print, mo- mermaid. Silver crocodile print pants with a matching little crop top. They were so cute. They have like a whole theme for their I remember show. This. I remember this. Like it's silver disco stars, ball. disco balls. And I was like, it's right on theme. I'm so excited to wear this. Been waiting for like a month. So we go to their show and we're like hanging out backstage and all this kind of stuff. And I keep getting this like whiff of fish. Uh-oh. Something smells fishy. A fish whiff. And no. like other people were kind of getting the whiff too. And I'm like, what is that? Like, some does somebody have like a something going on? Like, is there like some a old tuna sandwich food here? In here? Like, does somebody have really bad breath? Like, I could not breath fucking... fishy breath. It was rank. Was someone's cat there? It was <laughs> rank. Uh oh. And it wasn't until I go to sit down on Jared's lap <gasps> that the pants, like, they were baggy. They were the pants. They had like air pockets in them. And when I sat down, all the air kind of like came up through the waist of my pants and into my nose. It was the fucking fish pants. What was wrong with them? They just reeked like fish. Fish and everybody pants. smelt me and probably didn't want to tell me because yeah. they thought that's how he smelt. Yeah, she was stinky all night. I was so stinky. Wait, is it because it was like a synthetic fabric? I think so. Oh, I think it was like a cheap fabric that. Oh, no. Stunk of Did fish. Did you throw them away? Yes. Goodbye. They were so cute, too. You, and they it was a smell that won't get out. She definitely smelled of the ocean. Okay. It was like not even like a nice fish. Like it was. Not like, you like a delicious sushi. salmon. No, like no it was like fish. fish that you would smell like at the ocean if like a few uh, too many died. Do you know where you got those pants? Let's call them out. Yeah, no, because I like the brand. Damn it. Unfortunately. Killing them all, you know? But man, those fish pants. Get them out of here. 
Tell somebody. Well, it's like, yeah, I would have liked somebody to tell me. if The I pants smell. go to jail. The pants go to jail. Straight to jail. They're gone forever. Lock them up. Yeah. Yeah. Your turn. Okay. So, <laughs> recently, something's been going on in my neighborhood. Uh-oh. It's an important thing. So, Matt is basically the mayor of the neighborhood. If he sees something, he, he takes a photo, he sends it to 311. He gets it handled. Like, he's dialed in with all the services for Hollywood. Like, oop, there's a couch here someone dumped. I'll have it gone in 10 minutes. Like, wow. amazing. he's really all over it. So what we're dealing with now is like a graffiti problem. Ooh, okay. Problem is, it's like, we know who's doing it. Oh. Oh. And it's, we're in like a little cat and mouse game with them. Okay. So they're, I guess, I guess people who do graffiti for gangs, they're super low on the totem pole in the gang. Like, so their little job is to go like tag to like, identify your territory i don't know they're the mailroom this, this guy is like wearing a hoodie and a backpack and we see him on our street and i'm like i know it's him yeah what are we gonna do about it so like go walk bosley near him like we're like should we confront him like should we tell him Probably we know? Not. no no that's exactly right but <laughs> <laughs> that's what matt says he's like he, you don't want him to know who we are yeah. you just don't like, okay so anybody. we need to get like a bb gun from our roof whoa BB guns are gun guns or a paintball gun. Something. Paintball, a gun. paintball gun. Paintball gun. Right. I mean, it's. Can fuck you up. It is assault either way. Oh, oh. Is it not assault <laughs> to be graffitiing the neighborhood? That is an artistic assault, yes. <laughs> well, he should go straight to jail. Okay. And this cat and mouse game must persist yeah. and it must have an outcome. Can I, I, would can love I make feedback. a suggestion? Can I, make I like a, the cat and mouse game of it all. Can I make a suggestion? What? Because I'm hearing... Trip him as he walks? BB gun. I'm hearing paintball. You, need, you don't need any of that. Here's what you need. Water balloon. Yes. <laughs> Is that you, what you were going to say? You need, yes. You need a Rubbermaid bin <laughs> full of water balloons See, on your that's roof. fun. Ready to go. I don't think you can get in trouble for water no, ballooning No, you cannot. People. Well, you technically, right, but... What is he gonna call the police? Be like, I was defacing public private property. No, and now I'm even... all wet. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think the water balloon is your way to go because yes. he can't call he can't like get you guys in trouble. Oh, what can I put in the water balloon besides water? Oh, you, you gotta be careful. My food coloring? Oh yeah, of course. You do red food coloring. Milk. 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 Something gross and inconvenient. Milk. Milk. But not be... painful. I'm not trying to hurt anyone. You know, no. you know what would suck? Olive oil. Ooh, that would suck. Tar, tar and feathers. All right, well that's now we're getting back towards. <laughs> you shoot the, it and then you like drop the feathers and they like. Yeah. We're getting back towards you getting in trouble. Okay, again, okay, okay. I, I think olive oil would be great. It's it's just so annoying. It's like everyone's working really hard to make our neighborhood nice. Like people are doing gardens on the on the sidewalks. Like everyone's making it really nice. And this fuck. Yeah. Mm. And I walk by and I'm like, I know what you're gonna do in a second, and yep. I can't stop him. Yep. You can stop him now. Hmm. Water balloons with jail. milk. Jail and milk balloons. Milk balloons. Milk you. balloons, huh? All right. We all agree. Straight to jail though, right? Straight to jail. Yeah. Bye. See ya. Okay. Well, when we come back, uh, Alexis is doing a little deep dive. Are you a software professional looking to make a lasting impact on people and the planet? At General Motors, our vision is a world with zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. And we need innovative people like you to join us on this journey and challenge the limits of what is possible. From autonomous cars to software-defined vehicles, you'll translate breakthrough technologies like AI into experiences that people love, all while pushing the world forward toward an all-electric future. See how you can shape the future of mobility at careers.gm.com. What you got?
Okay, welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole or whatever we're calling this segment. Um, Alexis has found something on the internet that I thought was very interesting. We're going to do a little deep dive. And this might be perfect for our paranoid or paranormal. It's kind of like conspiracy or... Okay. Or... It has to do with time travel. Yes. Where does it land from like ancient aliens to like... Bigfoot. Is you know what? I'll tell you that? exactly where it lands. It lands on Simpsons predicting the future. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. She's not wrong. Okay. Yeah, all right. So we're going to start. Here, I'll tell you the name of my document Tesla, Time Travel, and Trump. Ooh. Whoa. Ooh. I love this. This is the most organized thing I've ever done for I'm killing captivated. Time. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. First, I'm going to introduce you to Lockwood Ingersoll. Okay. Who was an American political writer and novelist who wrote a children's book titled Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. Do you know how big Baron Trump is as an aside? As a little boy? No, he's as like a, six, six As or a full grown adult, he's massive, but, but he still looks like a little boy. he's not a full grown adult. He's still like, what is he, like 13? Okay, something? well, he looks, he's like nine feet tall. Yeah, that's probably true. Okay, I just saw a picture <laughs> of him the other day and I, yeah, it, no, he's I, huge. I panicked. Go ahead. Well, the Baron Trump in this magical mm. children's novel is 10 years old. I'm not sure how tall he is. And this novel was written in the 1800s? 1888. Okay, so this is far before any Trump things any trumpers even so listen to this so lockwood ingersoll writes this book and it tells the tale of a wealthy 10 year old aristocratic boy who lives in the castle trump and is guided on his journey to russia by a man he refers to as the master of all masters a man named don who lives in fifth avenue in new york city he and don travel to russia to find a portal to a magical underground world baron the book's main character is german in real life obviously ex-president trump their descendants come from Germany. So it's just kind of an interesting tie-in. Okay. So that's weird, right? This is very strange. It gets weirder. So then in 1896, Lockwood Ingersoll writes another book. It's a political book called The Last President. And in the novel, the entire east side of New York City is in a state of uproar in November after a candidate is unexpectedly elected despite opposition. <laughs> in the story, the mob, who's mad he got elected, plans to march to a hotel on Fifth Avenue which is the site of where Trump Tower is today. Yeah. And it's the east side of New York, which is where the Women's March began the day after Donald Trump's inauguration. And that was in a state of uproar at that time. Wow. And the Women's March concluded just two blocks short of Trump Tower, International on Fifth Ave. So the book says that police officers shouted through the streets as mobs of vast sizes are organizing under the lead of anarchists and socialists and threaten to plunder and despoil the houses of the rich who have wronged and oppressed them for so many years. So yeah, crazy stuff. And the marchers in real life didn't get in front of Trump Tower because of the police barricades. Oh my God. So the president in the book even appoints a man to his cabinet named Pence. What? Yes. Insane. Because Pence was a mentor of this fictional character president. What? Super weird. Yeah. And obviously another striking coincidence given that Trump's vice president was Mike Pence. Okay, so... It gets really weird now. It gets weirder? Oh, yeah. So obviously, given all of this, people are like, oh, my God, these parallels. This is such a similar to the Simpsons predicting yeah. whatever. Yeah. But conspiracy theorists are now claiming that maybe the Trump family has a time machine. And this could account for these strange similarities Whoa. between this story back in the 1800s and, yeah. you know, the Trump family today. So, Which I love that theory. 
Hear me out with the, the this. Trumps are time travelers. Yeah. This is insane. So Keep listen. Going. So at the time these novels were written, Lockwood Ingersoll and Nikola Tesla were both living in New York City at the same time. Nikola Tesla, for those who don't know, was a Siberian American scientist and he was an inventor, electrical engineer, mechanical engineer, physicist, and futurist. And according to conspiracy theorists, he was researching and possibly participating in time travel. So Nikola Tesla died in 1943 in his room at Manhattan's New Yorker Hotel. And as he died, it was the height of World War II. And Tesla had claimed to have invented a powerful particle beam weapon known as a death ray, like we discussed. Yep. So after his death, the FBI is like, we got to know about this guy's research. Like, what was he doing? Yeah. We don't want his research getting into the enemy hands. And he died apparently destitute, like with no money to right. his name because... Classic. Yeah, classic. Classic artist. As all great artists do. Absolutely. So the FBI, they take control of his research and they're like, listen, we need somebody to look at all this and tell us what there is here. So they call a professor from MIT and he's a professor in electrical engineering. And this professor's name was John Trump. Uh-oh. John Trump was involved in radar research for the Allies in the Second World War. And clearly the FBI had enough faith in his ability to call him when they needed him, someone to yeah. review these files. He also invented several of the x-rays that were used around the time of World War, like really innovative yeah. shit. Yeah. So obviously this John Trump is the uncle of Donald J. Trump. Okay. Okay. So, which means John Trump gained access to all of Nikola Tesla's research and records. Wait, so he's actually the real Donald Trump's? The real Donald Trump's uncle is John Trump. And the real uncle took possession of Nikola Tesla's research. Mm. So it's possible that at that point, the Trumps came in possession of time a time travel. travel machine. He most definitely did take possession. He most definitely did. Yeah. Un so here's where it gets interesting. So the government takes possession of Nikola Tesla's body Stuff. of work. Yeah. But in his will, he left everything to his nephew back in Serbia. But the government's like, no, no, no. Right. We got to vet all this, yeah. whatever. Um, and some of these files were released via FOIA requests in 2016. Okay. But a ton of shit was missing. Yeah. We also learned that eventually after the government like did what they wanted with these files, there were apparently 80 trunks of research. The museum in Belgrade, Serbia, where... All this stuff was supposed to go for Nikola Tesla Museum. They received 60 trunks. 20 trunks have never been accounted mm. for. Okay, so. What the hell? That means 20 trunks are missing. What's up with that? Well. 20 trunks is where all that. There are a lot of questions in. here. What's up with that? I know. So, okay. So apparently when John Trump gave his sort of analysis as to what Nikola Tesla had in terms of time travel and this death ray. He claimed that a lot of it was like philosophical and hypothetical, yeah. but like no one can prove that. That was, no. you know, we don't really know. And as in, you know, I don't know who saw Oppenheimer, but like MIT, like he, who knows? Again, it's around this time in history where there was so much like exponential progress when it came to that kind of shit. And it always was like in competition and competition. And it's like, who's getting help from who? Like, how are like, how are we growing so ex exponentially uh, technologically and with warfare and like all that kind of stuff there? I, it wouldn't surprise me. Listen, I believe anything. Time travel would be so sick. Yeah. 
I mean, the, it's pretty wild, though. I need to know more about this author that originally wrote the story, like his connections. To What's everything. interesting to me is like we're talking about a family that's worth a lot of money, and it's just such an an odd element that to like consider that maybe they had an advantage. Yes. Well, Jack, you bring up an interesting point. So something I have here that potentially explains this outside of time travel is that Ingersoll, you know, maybe knew of the Trump family because they were back in the, you know, at this time and they were rich and it was like an inspiration perhaps. Yeah. Um, The specifics are a little strange though. So say hypothetically that, Let's pretend there was time travel. Does this mean that the Trumps went back in time? Lockwood Ingersoll is not real, but they plant like this book. Like what? What is the time travel element here? Do you think? Mm. Right. Like it would mean Lockwood Ingersoll is sort of a plant from the future to write this book. Yeah. To sort of predict, like we already know this is gonna. He already knew this is gonna happen, or he already saw it. Well, it's like the element of, and I forget what it's called, but it is kind of what they do in the what they've done in the Simpsons, and you think about it with like alien invasions and um, like like things that the government, like say the government's evolved, whatever. It's like the government is trying to um, get your mind accustomed to something happening and a big change that's going to happen. Yeah. So they plant these little seeds throughout the world and throughout pop culture or whatever it is. Desensitize. So desensitize you when it happens and you're like, oh, it's not as crazy because we've been seeing little green men walking around for fucking 100 years now. Yeah. Like, is it something like that where they're like planting this, this story back there? Back there to now get the Trump name in and to like, then it's like not as crazy when it happens. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll believe anything. I'm like, Trump you. knew his uncle in several speeches. There were like yeah. several references where he talks about it. Cause he's, I mean, he's probably the most intelligent Trump in the family where he was like working mm. on nuclear technology and all mm. these things. So, I think it's fascinating. That's crazy. I love any coincidence like that. That's crazy. I mean, that the names that are that spot on is well, it I goes even I... deeper. I won't bore you, but it goes even deeper because they talk about how the surrogates of these two people like the, are kind of like Trump, Donald J. Trump and Elon Musk, who a lot of people say like has clung to the Tesla sort of legacy. Yeah. And well, now yeah. that they run parallel in like feud uh, and that it sort of is still continuing on. Like that's too new. Whoa. Like that's too complicated, but I think it's really interesting. I wonder if Elon Musk had to buy the name Tesla for Tesla. I don't know how that works. I'm sure Nikola Tesla's like, I don't know. Family owned. I don't know. I, yeah. My question is like, why have a book planted? I mean, I don't know. I'm for curious. Fun. No, I'm, I'm asking for conversation. Yeah, for fun. Like, or to be like, it could be an experiment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, oh, we know that Trump has relations with Russia. And how how far back did they plant it? You know, 2016. Mm. None of this really, no one was talking about this till 2017. Trump takes office 2016. Mm. Barron wasn't alive until what, 20, 2012? Like, he's not old. He's... No. Probably 15, 14, 13. I don't know. I don't know how old he is. I, I also either. just think it's like maybe they're doing it for like fun little Easter eggs to see. But like if you were a time traveler, like wouldn't you want to like put these little tiny little things around to be like, I wonder if anybody will notice. Ooh, this? What if they're like, um, it's what, like Taylor Swift? What if it's or or, or here's an even crazier out there theory. What I'm if listening. it's like when you mark you have to mark trees when you're on like a, a hike? Oh, what if they're like. Marking in time, like some sort to of get uh, back. Yes, to like get bread, back. leaving breadcrumbs, like Hansel yes. and Gretel. Yeah, 
Maybe. And that's one of them. I'm into this. I like, there's something there. That's really weird. It's bizarre. Yeah. Be interesting to read that book. And like really pull all of the. I'll order one. It's in the Library of Congress. Oh, wow. I'm sure it's not on an audiobook. I'm telling you, so many new wrinkles in my brain. I I don't think it is. No, what? I know it's not. If it's from 1903, if it's 1888, 1803. If, if nothing else, that I mean, is that is a very. <laughs> Where did I just get that? It's okay. Your brain you made it up. If nothing else, that is a very long and crazy list of coincidences. You like that? Yeah, I love a coincidence. That's crazy. Felt good. Wow. Mm, felt really good. A in, this nice, dink. in this nice organized document. I love it. I spent all morning. I making. love the bullets. That was honestly captivating. Felt Lex. good. Captivating. Wow. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to hear about the things that make you people cringe. And naughty. And naughty. Today, I wanted to talk about cringe. Okay. We're starting off cringe confessions. I can't wait. Now, we asked you, our lovely listeners, to send in either moments that you have had of yourself that keep you up at night because they're so fucking cringy mm. we all have had one or if you just see something out like in the wild or on tiktok or something that's just so cringe you get secondhand embarrassment like we're here to like really let's get it here what makes you cringe just have goosies you know yeah and if you want to send us in you can send it to our phone number which is easy but you can also just send us a voice note on our instagram dm which i think is even easier you want the phone number Sure. 818-446-6889. Or again, you can just send us a DM. Is it 818? Yeah. One of our firsties tried to call us, by the way. I love that. Yeah. We love a call. But she didn't leave a voice message. Okay. I haven't listened to these. So we're going to go. We're going in cold. We're going in cold. Ready? The first one comes from Suzanne. Suzanne from the UK. And my life is just one big cringe. Um, One time I was at work. I went, uh, walked the full office floor, got in the toilet and realised the back of my pants was split and my <gasps> arse was hanging out. No. Um, another time I went to work, I had on one patterned leather shoe and one matte shoe. That's cool. And another time I was on the bus, I'd had a full day at work, was getting off, had the trousers on that I'd worn the previous day, scruffy I know, Looked down and my knickers from the previous day were had been hanging out of my trouser leg oh, all day been long. There. Been there. Which <laughs> Static cling is a bitch. Here, okay, we need to talk thing. about them one by one. First off, what? All encompassing. Yeah. You are a fashion icon. You are oh. doing things that no and one else is doing just in the office. Be a voice actor. Like yeah. she's got a sexy voice. voice. I know. I love her voice. But yes, fashion icon. Fashion all of these icon. things are like fashion mishaps that you could be a trendsetter i will tell you right now they would pay for this i guarantee you every single all three of these looks have been featured on a runway at some point for sure especially pants yep you split your pants recently (laughs) sure i did and i bought you a new pair that you're wearing right now well i well the well that's just wear and tear because i got thunder thighs but (laughs) oh you get the chub right yeah but (laughs) but i did but i did when when i got my tux back for the wedding and i tried it on the first time i sat down and both seams on both sides on the inside of the legs exploded. Did you gain weight since then? No. no. It was just, he'd. Was I, it pressure? I, well, it made me feel horrible, right? So I go back to the table, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And he was like, oh, I forgot to finish the top stitch. So they were just like, the Loose. stitch hadn't been looped. It wasn't done. And so when I thank sat God down. Thank God it didn't happen at the wedding. Thank God I didn't fly. No, with he it just out had of like randomly, like, try it. He, 
he tried them on and it was great. And then he's like, oh, maybe I'll try to put on my shoes with it to get like the full look. They and exploded. that's when it happened when he sat down. Like exploded. That's devastating. Yeah, it was crazy. It would have been so good if it happened at the wedding though. It was so funny. No. Okay, so splitting your pants, icon. 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 Really, I love a mismatched shoe. I don't know why I haven't tried this ever because it seems like a thing that I would do. They need to be the right mismatched shoes. Well, they also have to be like the same loud. height. They need to be like loud. Yeah, but like there are a few pairs of boots that I have, multiple pairs of the same boot. And I'm like, that's something that I could do. You should try it. Like wear like a red and a black together. You try know? it. Very Spice Girls. Very Spice Girls. But I love that. And then also the static cling thing. I used to do hot yoga and my like um, towel that I would use is one of those like microfiber, yeah. very clingy ones. Mm. My underwear would get stuck on those all of the time. Really? And I had uh, like until I'm like in the yoga class rolling out my towel. I would think I'd look really hot and like a blazer or something, and there would be like a dryer sheet on me. <laughs> <laughs> so not underwear, but I've made it to I've made it to like a meeting with like a yeah. dryer sheet yeah. on the back of me with no I, idea. It's happened to me at least once where I put on a pair of pants and I'm like walking somewhere and I feel something coming out the bottom of them and it's one of Jack's underwear. Yeah, they're so light. It's yeah. so you know you never forget me. Yep. It's a yeah. plant. I love you. Love you. All right, well, that was pretty cringy. Oh my god, we'll have more Send time next time. We'll, we'll do more cringe stories. I love ending on a cringe. This Me is too. fun. I'm I uncomfortable know. in Makes a good us way. Feel good about ourselves. Yep. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Are you a software professional looking to make a lasting impact on people and the planet? At General Motors, our vision is a world with zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. And we need innovative people like you to join us on this journey and challenge the limits of what is possible. From autonomous cars to software-defined vehicles, you'll translate breakthrough technologies like AI into experiences that people love, all while pushing the world forward toward an all-electric future. See how you can shape the future of mobility at careers.gm.com.